There we go. I hear babe waters lapping with low sounds by the shore. And that can mean only one thing. Cousin Rick is calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk. Good morning once again, Cousin Rick. Ah, good morning, RT. <laughs> so, do you have a ride of the week for us? Oh, we've got a ride of the week, as usual, okay? We also have a mystery, but uh, let's get to the ride of the week first, okay? okay? The ride of the week is the Chevrolet Equinox RS all-wheel drive, and it's in cherry red tint coat. Now, this is a really nice color. It's not a, a bright red. And it's not too deep a red, but it's metallic, and it, it just looks great. I can look out the window and see the, the vehicle glinting in the spring sunshine here. And the interior is jet black, and it's got a 1.5-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine that gives you 170 horsepower, and it's got a six-speed automatic transmission, which results in... EPA fuel economy numbers of 25 miles per gallon city, 30 highway, and a combined economy rating of 27 miles per gallon. But uh, the computer is telling me I've been driving this on the highway and around the, the roads here, there in uh, eastern Massachusetts and uh, tripping out to a hockey game and coming back, and I'm getting over 33 miles per gallon with a not too heavy touch on the gas pedal, okay? So that uh, that's what I got in terms of fuel economy. It is five-star safety rated as well. And uh, some of the features that we have in here, it's uh, some of these are decorative, okay? It's got black Chevy bow tie badging, okay? It's got uh, a leather wrap Steering wheel, heated front passenger and driver seats, LED lighting. It's got the GM teen driver feature, safety feature, which we talked about last week on the, uh, oh, what we had, the GMC Terrain, which is a very similar vehicle, and I'll get to that in a second. Okay, this is Chevy's version of the GMC Terrain. It's got a bunch of standard safety features, which you don't find on the terrain, and it's got a the, the RS leather package for about 1600 bucks, which includes a Bose premium seven-speaker system. It's got an infotainment package that includes a heated steering wheel, and the, uh, the cherry red tin coat costs you about 500 bucks. Uh, the base price of the vehicle, $31,700, but with delivery and options, we were looking at uh, 35320 Okay? And like the, uh, the GMC Terrain, which is its sister vehicle, it's built in Mexico, but it's built in Ramos, Arispe, Mexico, whereas the Terrain is built in San Luis Potosi, Mexico. And what's interesting is the mileage in the Equinox is slightly better 
than in the uh, the terrain. Now, the, the terrain had a nine-speed automatic transmission. This has a six-speed automatic, but it still gets better uh, EPA mileage numbers. So we kind of have a mystery there. And so I'm trying to figure out what was going on. And the, the nearest way that I can figure it out is that the Equinox is about 175 pounds lighter than the terrain. And so that's like lugging a, a passenger around all the time, That uh, even if you're driving by yourself. So I have a feeling that's where the, the difference in mileage comes about. But the, the Equinox is a little, little uh, more sporty, it seemed, in handling. But that could just be subjective in my view. But that's the, the ride of the week and a small mystery which I think we've solved. All right. Very good. And uh, do you have anything else automotive for us today? Automotive, yes. Let's see. I've got, uh, let's see, I've got to go. Yeah, how about this? From uh, from the U.K., our friends over in uh, across the pond, a company called Street Drone has been testing what they call not autonomous vehicles, but remote-controlled cars. Okay, and the the idea here is that eventually autonomous driving is going to get so good, maybe, that you won't need a steering wheel and and that kind of system in the car in a remote in an in an autonomous vehicle. But they have the the feeling that maybe an autonomous vehicle may find itself in a situation that it, uh, it can't, say, it can't get out of. So then you would, uh, in England, where there's a lot of coverage of cell phone and wireless coverage, that and a remote driver using the camera systems on the car would take over and get the vehicle out of the situation that it might be in. So that that's an interesting problem and an interesting uh, postulated solution, although I don't think that uh, vehicles with steering wheels are going to go away for quite a while, hmm. because the best way for the autonomous vehicle to get out of a situation is to have somebody right there behind the steering wheel extracted from, uh, you know, just like in the old days when we drove the cars by themselves. <laughs> All right. Well, it's an interesting, uh, you know, concept. So, um, oh, and do you have a Musk Minute for us by any chance? Well, not really musky mm -hmm. or musty or however you want to call it, but uh, Tesla says it's going to have another stock split uh, coming up. And so uh, that's about the only Musk news I could find today. I see, I see. Okay, well, what else do you have for us today? Well, there's some news maybe you can expound on this, that this comes from out your way that the city of West Sacramento, California, is employing a herd of goats to uh, trim fields of brush so that the fire dangers uh, that might arise later in the fire season will be a lot less because the uh, some of the low scrub brush would be cleaned out by these goats. Hmm. Sounds like a good idea. I know people yep. have been using sheep and goats uh, 
uh, a lot more for landscaping purposes. So, uh, you know, hopefully they have enough of them. I mean, there's been a lot of efforts. I, I just saw a program about people, uh, you know, clearing out the underbrush on, on their private property, you know, and uh, they're getting aid in doing that. And it's, uh, yeah, it's going to take a big effort to uh, reduce the, the enormous fire danger that there is around here in the summer months. Well, I know back east here in, uh, like in Rhode Island, in my son's yard, there's a lot of poison ivy. So we found out that goats like to eat poison ivy. So we keep telling them to get a rent a herd of goats for an hour or two and have them eat up all the poison ivy. Right, right. Okay, uh, what else do you have for us? Okay, this comes from uh, Singapore, Nanyang Technological University and Malaysia, and in Malaysia, the University of Malay, or Malay, sorry, have come up with an algae-based oil that can replace palm oil for use in uh, cooking and baking and so on. And uh, the idea there is that palm oil is not, uh, production of palm oil is not very friendly because it involves cutting down of, of forest, and also palm oil has uh, lots of fatty acids in it. And so by using a process using algae-based oil, you can replace palm oil. You wouldn't have to uh, cut down trees to produce it. And also it has less fatty acids, so it's better for you. Hmm. So you I don't know what they're going to call this, but... Uh, yeah. Not not algae oil. Huh? <laughs> they, they probably figure that that won't fly for some reason. Well, they might they might call it green oil or something. Yeah, green oil. Or, like, uh, you know, yeah, green is in. You know, so right. Okay. Um, anything else today? Yeah, we've got uh, something from uh, an idea from Columbia University. They've come up with a three dimensional microscope that might make biopsies obsolete. In other words, instead of finding, with imaging, uh, finding a mass in a, in a person's body that might require a biopsy, this way, you, when that happens, you have to extract some of the tissue, get it analyzed, come back, and then maybe go in again and, and remove it with a this 3D microscope, it's three-dimensional rather than produces uh, two-dimensional images. They're so detailed that by looking at the image, the surgeons could determine fairly quickly if something is malignant and needs removal or uh, would not require surgery. So it, it's called a swept conformal aligned planar excitation microscope. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> is, is there Don't an acronym? ask me to fully explain it, but the <laughs> idea is that it would uh, by you you can achieve a result quicker with less uh, resulting surgeries involved. All right, that sounds good. Okay. And, uh, anything else? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, we got some time, right? We got a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. An Australian company called HB11 or HB11, I don't know what it is, has come up with a hydrogen beam laser 
diffusion system. Okay, that's kind of a mouthful there. Okay, and basically what they do is they claim they've gotten fusion reactions now without lots of uh, producing a lot of heat or high temperature or using many uh, radioactive uh, fuels such as tritium. And they say what they do is they take a slug of uh, boron material and one of the, they use two lasers. One of them, they say, creates a magnetic field to confine the, the boron piece of material, and then the other laser shoots hydrogen into the boron, which results in helium nuclei being produced. And then there's excess energy from that. And the, uh, the press release is kind of vague on exactly how this works. But... Uh, Maybe it makes, uh, they said they got oh, 10 times the energy they thought they would out of this, and it's still only a minuscule amount, but uh, who knows? Maybe it moves hydrogen power, I mean, hi- yeah, hydrogen fusion power to produce energy without mm-hmm. any waste uh, five years out instead of 10 years out, like it always has been. So we'll have to see. Right, it seems like there's been a, a number of uh, you know, right. minor successes on that front, so uh, hopefully it, it does bode well. Right, and then then we can uh, take away all the windmills and solar panels and uh, just go to hydrogen fusion. But uh, who knows? I think we need a little bit of everything here to right, right. help us out. Right. Okay, that, uh, that's a wrap. That glad we could get together. Okay. I'm glad we finally got together today with uh, some of those uh, technical difficulties we had, but uh, right. we shall overcome them. Right, those pesky gremlins, man. They they show up at the most unexpected moments. <laughs> that's so, why they're gremlins. That's why they're gremlins. <laughs> okay, take care, cousin Rick. All right, so that was Cousin Rick calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk, a regular feature of the Newtopian Dream.